Hey folks, welcome into Pro Football Ireland, PFI Picks podcast, as we get set for week four of the NFL season. I've almost got my voice back from Sunday night, which is good. Michael O'Quinn, Michaela Fagan, uh, presented, first off folks, our odds are presented by 888 Sports, the official batting partner of the NFL in Ireland and the UK. Please be, obviously folks, please be gamble aware, 18 plus, only bet what you can afford. Also, if you're listening to this, uh, the odds we have might change during the week. We're recording this earlier in the week due to the London games. Just be aware of that. Uh, Michaela, good to see you as always. How's the form? How you doing? Oh, good. Eagles are 3-0, so I'm very happy about that. Only three teams are left undefeated in the NFL. The Eagles, the Dolphins, and the 49ers. So they're probably not going to have the best of odds going forward. But I'm just happy my team is one of those undefeated I like, definitely like not the best of odds um, for the, I, I guess, the expected to happen in terms of like scoring points and winning. But I guess if you predict for certain things to happen, who knows, who knows? I um, Back a couple of nights ago on Monday night, I thought that definitely towards the, the game starting that the Rams may have come back into it and they were maybe decent value, but wasn't to be and the Bengals pick up a win and we'll talk about that going into week four. Um, it's, it's, look, it, it's a big weekend, obviously, you know, great to have our A to Day Sports podcast and appreciate people not only listening to this, but just from hearing the great feedback from, from the Monday morning one as well. If you're listening to this, it's a Friday. We're in London on Sunday for the Jags against the Falcons. Are you looking forward to that? Oh yeah, 100%. I haven't been to a game since um, pre-COVID, I think it was October 2019. I went and seen the Buccaneers and the the books and the Carolina Panthers, it was. Yeah, so I got to see McCaffrey, Mike Evans and stuff in the flesh. Cam Newton. F.O. Bada as well, who was playing for the Panthers in London. Which yeah, is so it was a good, it was good players to be able to get to see live. And um, so and that was in the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. So I'm excited now to go and actually see Wembley because I've never been in Wembley. And to see Trevor Lawrence and Ridley and all those players and... Um, Bijan Robinson maybe we'll be able to say that we saw the offensive rookie of the year in his rookie year who knows who knows who knows let's see that game is on Sunday at 2.30 it's on Virgin Media in the Republic ITV in Northern Ireland um, so it's going to be a good crack uh, obviously looking at the odds first off well, first, I can't believe I've been to Wembley Wembley's class you'll love it Tottenham's a better stadium for the NFL though but you'll find out on Sunday press box is better in Tottenham there's my interesting analysis for people in the podcast going, why is he talking about that? Anyway, let's talk about this game together. We've we've got a couple of games that we're going to talk about separately, but I'm going to go all I'm I'm going to go all in this week and say after the disappointing performance against the Texans, I was watching the tape back. I watched some of the NFL plus coaches film back on that Texans Jags game. Really starting to rate the Texans and I, I'm not too concerned about the Jaguars overall in terms of what they can do. It's it, it's a really big fortnight Michaela Four Jaguars obviously playing the Falcons week one and staying in London to play the Bills week two. We'll all be there. We'll prove up Ireland will be there for those games and those weeks. Um, I like the Jags and the handicap minus two and a half at four to five on. I, I like the Jags to win this game. They're 13 this money on the money line. Minus two and a half to win, four to five on. And it's 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 interesting because the, the, the over-under is 43 and a half at 10 to 11 on. I like the Jaguars to win this game. I think the Jags will win this game um, and let's see what happens. Do you agree with me or do you disagree with me? I kind of 
disagree with you. I think the Falcons could actually win this game. I think the Falcons have been playing a lot better than I thought they were going to be at the start of the season. I thought they were kind of going to be one of those kind of mediocre teams, but I'm actually very surprised how well they're playing. You know, it was a tight game against the Green Bay Packers. They should have bet the Packers, but Jordan Love decided he wanted to prove that he was a good replacement so far for Aaron Rodgers. Um, but I like the money line for the Falcons. It's 13 to 10. I kind of think that translates a little bit into 3 to 1. Um, so I like the Falcons to win on the money line. Interesting. Interesting, I guess. Like, look, I love the Falcons running game. And I love Tyler Algier. Never mind the fact that I love Bijan Robinson. So I know a lot of us will be excited to see um, Bijan run over Wembley. Um, we'll see. I mean, I hope it's a good game. Like, like at the end of the day, if you're flying over. You want it to be a good game. I think it'll be the under 43 and a half. I'm going to be boring and say it. But uh, okay, let's both agree to disagree and pick pick different teams. And I'll, I'll take the Jags. You take the Falcons. And we'll see who's laughing in the taxi come Sunday evening because we're definitely not going to make that press conference if that game goes on and on and on and on. Hopefully they do, hopefully they do run the ball for a good bit. Um, right, we've picked a couple of games each. Do so you want to go first with your first game and we'll talk about it? My first game, my first game is, I'm going to start with the less exciting game, which is the Broncos and the Bears. I just think that's an interesting game because they're both Such awful. an exciting game, Michaela. It's, it's, the it's so, game. they're such an, uh, they're both such awful teams this year. And I wouldn't be surprised if they both had, a, each had like top five picks uh, in the draft. If, if their records, I'm, per, I'm not sure if the Broncos have given away that pick the C- the Seahawks they probably have that first round pick but whatever their records I do think they'll be in the top five my bet is I have the let me pull it up here the Denver Broncos I like the handicap for this the point spread I have the Broncos tra- minus three and a half because I do think the Broncos are going to you know I like I know the Broncos aren't a good team, but they they played well enough. Now, I know the Dolphins beat them and the Dolphins put up 70 points, but even you thought they were still in it for a little while before the Dolphins just ran away with it. You know, they did put up 20 points and I don't see the Bears going to be able to match the experience of Sean Payton and Russell Wilson. So I think the Broncos will easily cover the minus three and a half. Um... Yeah, I mean, where do where, where do we start here? I mean, um, as I cough, <coughs> excuse me, folks. Look, uh, the Bears are the Bears, and what's going on in Chicago is what's going on in Chicago. The Bears will pick this up for you next year. The Broncos, for people wondering, still have their own first round pick. They've they they gave away their second round pick for Sean Payton to the Saints, and um, last year whenever he came in, the Broncos aren't a bad team, and that's the problem. Like they're not that bad. Their defense is stacked on paper. Their coaching of the defence is absolutely atrocious. And that's why they let in seven day. Now granted, I've seen Shannon, Shannon Sharp talking about this on first take on Monday and I've watched back some of the tape. You know, regardless if you let in seven day, the, the team on the other side of the ball, the, the offence needs to be scoring more than 20 points. I'd be stunned if the Broncos still win this game. The three to five in the money line. The Bears are in limbo. Um, and... I would say, you know, personally for me, from looking at the statistics with EPA with my, with my Eberflus, I, I they're completely like they're miles apart. Like I think the Broncos are way better than the Bears, and that shows you how bad the Bears are for me. 
Um, it's been a very, very disappointing season for Broncos fans, especially when they're putting points on the board. They're, they're conceding far too many. Do I think that Justin Fields will go up and put over 20 points up to get the over at 45 and a half? No. So I agree with you. I'll go with a, I'll go with a spread at minus three and a half. Um, very depressing week as a Broncos fan. I will just leave it there. I, I think we got like, I'll, I'll talk about the game of the week. Like, the Bills-Dolphins, it's genuinely disgusting that this game is not being flexed because we are going to miss this game on Sunday. And, like, if that game starts at half... Is it half one or half two in Wembley? Half half two, that's not good. That's not good. It'll, it'll be finishing at, like, 5.35. The pressures will be at, like, 10 to 6. And then you'll miss the start of the game. Our taxi is at 6.45. It's going to be a good crack getting out of there. Um, but for people actually betting on the NFL... It's very, very difficult to call how this game is going to go. You know, the Bills have been very, very good defensively. Their defense looks legit. Their offense has been fantastic for the last few years. They've obviously had issues with the run game. And that still arguably could be addressed, Michaela. There's no negatives in my in my mind whatsoever to talk about the Dolphins. So I, I genuinely don't know. I feel like the trap is going with the over 53 and a half at 10 to 11 on. Because if it's one of those dicey, one of those difficult games in the AFC East where it's defense against defense and it's it's tight I'm going to take Buffalo to win on the spread at minus two and a half I think it's a tight game I think Buffalo because of the home advantage get over the line but it will be a statement win by Miami to go out there especially at the time of recording the Jets have not bothered to bring any quarterback in yet and the AFC East is now coming down to a two horse battle I'll take the Buffalo Bills on the handicap at minus two and a half at 17 to 20 on. Who have you got, Michaela? You see, obviously the the Dolphins are better odds because they're the underdog, but I'm just looking at their... I When I do my bets, I like to see their last few games. So looking at the games, the Dolphins have only... They haven't really beaten anyone of note. Like I know we're only three games to the season. They bet the Broncos... They bet the Patriots and they bet the Chargers and they only bet the Chargers by two points and the Chargers are underperforming this year. So They were, they were probably... poor defensively against the Chargers. I, I agree with that. I mean, they were definitely Yeah, poor. so, and we know, you see, if you're kind of like who... The Dolphins are red hot on offense, but then again, like, if you're putting, like, match for match, you know, Stefan can match Tyreek, Tua can match Josh Allen. So the Bills can match them on offense, but can... The Dolphins match the Bills on defense. Probably not. The defense probably have is probably better on the Bills. So I'm gonna have to agree with you there. I'd go with the Bills. Um, the I take minus. Yeah, I they'd have to beat them by at least three points, and I think they will. I think you know, like the, the pressures on Miami, like seventy point wins, have seventy points on the board last week. I think I think the pressures on Buffalo because Miami are three and zero. I think the pressures on Buffalo because if they lose to Miami, then they're down another game. They've lost two games so far this season and to a rival. I think from just seeing what Buffalo's like with the atmosphere and, and the perception in, in, in New York, in New York, in in upstate New York, New York, I can't even say New York New properly. York. Um, <laughs> I just I just feel like the pressure's on Miami to go in and like everyone expects them to score another 50 back this week. Like, look, the, the Miami defense had very, very good signs in that Chargers game, but when you're still giving up 34 points, that's an issue. Do I think they go in this week and potentially give up that again? Yeah, potentially. So we'll see. I think like this, this could be and it should be flexed out. It's not allowed to be because obviously CBS or Fox, thinking the CBS will want to keep it there. It's a hell of a game and um, everyone, like I think both yourself and Mark will be leaning on my 
UK phone reception to get this game on my phone at the weekend on the, just on the way back from to just the airport so we will see what happens looking forward to it uh, please do be gamble aware folks if you're putting the bet on this game or any game this week um, you were looking at Broncos Bears who's your other game? The other game is the AFC North matchup between the Browns and the Ravens and I was surprised when I was looking at the odds that um, the Ravens are the underdog I don't think I think the Ravens played um, very well when I watched them at the weekend. Um, I I know what happened happened, but I did think Lamar and the team did play very well up to a point. And I don't think the Browns, I think they're kind of squeaking the games. I don't think they've had a very tough opponent. Now, I know they, they played the Bengals at the beginning of the season, but the Bengals, you know, Joe Burrow's obviously dealing with an injury. They're struggling for some reason. I don't really think it counts that they bet the Bengals if the Bengals are struggling. Um, so for this game, I like the money line for the um the Ravens at six to five. So if you put five euro on that, you get eleven back, so you double your money. So I like the money line for the Ravens. I can see why the odds are on the spread is what it is. Like, look, Titans to the Titans last week, but for Deshaun to continue to to build I, I'd be really intrigued to see how he's going to play this week for the Browns you know, he had, I think he had two touchdowns last week nearly 300 yards in the day but you know in terms of the actual offense they're, they're starting to really develop a passing game what they struggled last week I think it was like you, you lose Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt only had like 15-16 yards excuse me on the day um, and it's difficult you know because it's difficult with how the Ravens lost I am going to take the Browns in a very, very close affair. I, I I think the crowd in Cleveland get it done. I think they are building something. Deshaun's starting to get back into where he was. It's going to take him time. I think the Ravens will be a wee bit down after last week. And from looking at how that Steelers offense is improving, it's, this is such a big game for both these teams to try and make a mark in the AFC North. I'll take the Browns controversially at minus two and a half the handicap. They're also three to four on on the handicap at minus one and a half if you want to get better value for that. Uh, let's see. But I like it. Um, yeah, here we go, Brownies. Here we go. As I start well, it'll be, it'll be an interesting game for both of them because they've kind of, they both, they're both two and one. They haven't really, they both played the Bengals um, who are struggling this season, like I said. Uh, the Titans are struggling. The Browns lost to the Steelers. The Ravens lost to the Colts. So they're kind of on a similar wavelength. But I, after watching the Ravens, I think the Ravens are much better on offense. I think the Browns kind of stutter and start a little bit where I think the Ravens are a bit more cohesive. So I think the Ravens should beat them easily, but we'll see what happens. Not easily. I think it'll be close, but I do think the Ravens win the game. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, I think if it was a situation where the game was in if if the game was in Baltimore I'd, I'd be saying the complete opposite so yeah look I agree I just, I just feel like Cleveland will get them over the line and I'm really really intrigued to see how that's going to work so look let's see Um, I am really intrigued and I'm more intrigued because I was sitting watching some tape earlier on about the Cowboys offense but more so I looked at how just the Patriots base defense played against the Jets and how they were so good at stacking the box against the run and they really, really forced Zach Wilson to really throw the ball, which put him under even more pressure at the weekend. And when you've got a quarterback like 
uh, Dak Prescott, who is not shy to get out there and try and run the ball. Sorry, try and throw the ball, but he he knows he can run the ball as well. I, I think it's going to be a really intriguing game because if the Patriots can get under the cost, get get the Cowboys under the cost early, who knows what happens? I mean, the Patriots' defense so far this season has only allowed nineteen point seven points per game, four point four yards per play. That's fourth in the league, and they're fifth in the league in terms of yards per game allowed. And um, now I don't think that it'll be an upset this week, but certainly the, the Patriots' defense is legit and. Um, it's just a pity they haven't got the offense to complement it. No offense to any Patriots fans. I don't like the handicap uh, at minus six and a half. I think it'll be closer than that. And if I was going to bet on the handicap, I'll take the Cowboys minus four and a half on the point spread calculator with either the sport at four to six on. The, the money line is one to three on. Um, I think if you're looking for value, I like the over. I want to say I like the over. I think you're looking at a situation where you'd like to see the Cowboys pull ahead late third to fourth quarter. Um, but certainly for me, Cowboys to win this game. But the Patriots, their defense is unreal, McKenna. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Speak now or forever hold your silence. Yeah, I think it's just um I think the what happened last week is the Cowboys obviously had a bit of a hiccup against the Cardinals. No one expected the, the Cardinals to be um the Cowboys. Very impressive as well. Like, like it was very impressive. impressive. Yeah. Like every time I I see the Cardinals, the, the the little time that I get to see them on red zone. I'm honestly impressed by, is it Dobbs? Joshua Dobbs, the quarterback? Yeah. He's playing TikTok well. star. Yeah, he's playing well. And, you know, they're they're clearly not missing Kyler Murray that much. I think he's really on the hot seat now whenever he comes back. But, um, and, you know, the they, you see, it's so confusing to say, I can't remember if they took the offensive or defensive coordinator from the Eagles. What, who did they take? Shane Steichen? Shane Steichen, yeah. But I t- I, I, it gets confusing because they both left the Eagles. Um, one, one, the other's gone to the Colts. But anyway, I think he's proven... Oh, sorry, sorry. My, my, my bad. I'm I'm losing my mind these days. It's John, Jonathan Gallons with the Cardinals, Shane Steichen's with the Colts. Ah, okay. Yeah, that's what it is. But yeah, uh, Gannon with the Cardinals, I think he's doing a lot better than what people expected for the Cardinals. I think the people, everyone thought Cardinals were going to kind of tank for Caleb Williams. So... To see that they're actually putting up fights in the game is is nice, and you know they've actually beaten a team that people have you know oh they're going to win the Super Bowl the Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl what happens every year so I think you'd be a bit him and Han to put them in a bet this week but I think they'll bounce back against the Patriots I don't think the Patriots are good enough on the offense so yeah I like the the Cowboys um, minus six and a half I think they'll easily beat the Patriots by a touchdown. Yeah, I, th- I think it's such a huge week for Dallas. Like they, they have to bounce back this week. And look, teams teams can lose games. How the Cardinals sort of controlled that game against the Cowboys was very, very impressive. The first pick in the draft is now out of their hands. I, I believe a guy called Mr. Mark Hogan at 50 euro on them to go 0-17, which is now not going to work betting-wise. Uh, so it is what it is, Mark. Sorry, mate. Be gamble-aware. Be gamble aware. I, I, I thought he was a wee bit mad doing that, but I guess Cardinals fans really, and it sort of goes on what you said, they didn't expect this season to happen. I think Jason was very complimentary of how the Cardinals played last week, so time will tell. But I think the Cowboys will get the win this week. Uh, Michaela, looking forward to Sunday, seeing you at Wembley, and it's, it's going to be a bit of fun, and hopefully you get a chance to enjoy the game as well, and let's see what happens. You're going with the Falcons, I'm going with the Jags, so time will tell. Folks, if you are... Uh, betting this weekend check out 88 Sport the official betting partner of 
the NFL in Ireland and the UK and the official betting partner and principal partner of Pro Football Ireland. Uh, we will chat to you soon. See you in London, Michaela. Thanks, folks. <laughs>